What is up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking with Steph Iliff. I am so excited for this podcast and to be bringing it to you every single week to be just talking about all the things that life has to offer us, right? I'm hoping that I can bring you some insights, some laughter, some amazing interviews with some awesome powerhouses who have let go of fear, who have totally stepped into themselves, who are living their best life so you can learn from them. I want to be talking to you every single week as well about different things that are going on in my life as a self-love coach, as a mom, as a woman, as someone who is dating and like the whole dating scene and how it's so important that we date with self-love so we don't ruin our own self-love, how to create, you know, amazing habits that truly stick with you for a lifetime so you become your best self, so you can become your inner powerhouse and how to just let go of fear and fully step into you. So every week I'm going to be bringing you different topics that align with that, different interviews with different amazing people. And we're just going to be talking about it and having the best time. So thank you so much for joining in to Just Talking with Steph Island. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Just Talking today. I hope you got some value out of it. I hope you learned something. I hope you laughed. I hope you cried maybe a little bit if it's one of those kind of episodes. I just want to thank you so much for all your love and support and you just tuning in. It really means the world to me. If you would do me an extra solid and whatever platform you're using right now to listen to it, if you just go ahead and subscribe so that way you can always know when a new episode drops for you so you can be in the know. And also if you would just go ahead and leave me a little review, mark that star, whether it be the first star or the fifth star, whatever you're feeling that day and leave me a little review. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much again for all your love and support. Sending you all the love and light your way. Thanks again for tuning in to Just Talking. Have the best day. What is up, you guys? It is Steph Iliff. I'm here talking to you guys today from Just Talking. And today we're going to be talking about all the things about how you self-sabotage and what self-sabotage even is, what that cycle may look like for you, and then how you can jump out of that cycle and create a different habit for yourself so you stop self-sabotaging and you can actually achieve everything that you want to achieve. That is what I am hoping that you learn today, and it helps you to completely conquer everything that you've ever dreamed of conquering because you are so worth it, you are so enough, and I want you to achieve everything that you can possibly believe in and achieve. So step one, what is self-sabotage? Well, according to Stephanie's Wikipedia, yeah, that's a, that's a new thing, welcome to that, um, I would say self-sabotage is when we don't think that we're enough in something. Um, we struggle with maybe our identity in this role or the goal that we're trying to make, like imposter syndrome kind of a thing, right? And so we don't think we really deserve it, but we're not necessarily aware enough to notice that we're saying that we, we don't deserve this, but we start to change little habits or we break out and do things that aren't our best self because we're actually sabotaging ourselves because we don't feel like we're worth it. So a couple examples of this is, let's say, you know, you've been working on getting a promotion and it's, you've been working so hard, like you've been doing all this extra work for it. You've been doing research. You've been staying working long hours. You've been going out on all these meetings. You've been hanging out with the boss, like whatever that looks like for you to make you feel like, okay, like I have done all the things for this promotion. I've helped out with this. Right. And then you get a call. Hey, your interview is going to be tomorrow. You're like, oh my gosh, yes, like, yes, I've, I've been waiting for this moment. Yes, get off the call. It sits in. Oh, whoa, whoa, I, I, could, I could really achieve this. Like, I've been working so hard for this and I could really have it. This is my time. This is my moment. I could really maybe get this job tomorrow. And I really believe that I could do that. And then 
then this little voice pops up in your head that says like, do you think you're really ready? Do you think you know enough? Are you really educated enough? I mean, Bobby, Bobby's pretty good too. Like, what about Bobby? And then you start to compare yourself, start to tell yourself, oh God, maybe I'm not worth it. Maybe I can't do it. And self-sabotage creeps in, creeps in a little bit more. And then that those voices just keep getting a little bit louder, a little bit louder. So then your friend calls and says like, hey, you want to go to dinner tonight? I think it'd be so fun to go to dinner and we can go hang out and like, let's just catch up. Like, oh yeah, like, I mean, I really should, but like, I really want to go to bed early tonight. Like, I want to be prepared. I have this awesome interview tomorrow. Like, I want to make sure I'm just like in the zone. I'm charged. I'm ready to go. And I get enough sleep. Like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Like, you got this. Like, you know what? Come in here. Let's talk about how awesome it is. You we can do like a practice interview. It'll be so fun. Like, just come. And in that moment, you know, the right thing is to say no and say, no, I got to stay home tonight. I really, I want to make this commitment to myself. Because I've worked so hard for this and I want this and I deserve this and I really believe I can have this. Okay, that's option one. Option two is, well, I mean, it's not that bad. I can, I can just go to dinner, like, and then and it'll, it'll be great. Like, I, I, I totally know, like, it, we'll just like practice. And what you're doing is you're talking yourself into saying that it's okay because what's really happening is you know how that's gonna play out. You've seen this movie. What's going to happen is you're going to show up to dinner. Your friend's going to talk you into drinking. Your friend's going to talk you into eating some food that you don't really want to eat. That's not good for you. That's not best to your plan. Or maybe you're going to feel bad or you're going to be nervous. You're going to be emotionally eating. And so you're going to order all the queso dip and then you're going to get all the churros. Like, cause that, this is what I would eat. And you're going to get all the cookies and then you're just going to be like, it's okay. I'm just like super emotional. I'm just stressed out. So I'm just going to do it just tonight. So that's another self, another way of self-sabotaging, right? So you, you've watched this movie in your head and then you still choose option two and you end up going out to dinner with your friend. And then it ends up turning into that whole expedition I just gave you, right? The nachos, the churros, the drinks. You get home super late. You don't practice. You don't even put out your outfit. You don't know what's happening. You're not getting all the rest you need. Then you can't sleep because now you're mad at yourself. You're so mad at yourself and so disappointed in yourself because you did not choose what the best you would choose. You did not choose the best version of you. You did not choose self-discipline. You did not choose to keep your commitment to yourself, to step into your work, to say, I am so worth this that I'm going to say no to going out tonight because I really want this and I really believe in myself and I am not going to expect anything more than giving it 100%. So that way I know if I don't get this job, it was 100% on me regardless and I gave everything that I possibly could and it's a win. The win is that I did everything I possibly could, right? That's the win. You gave it 100%. You stuck true to your word. You stuck true to your commitment. But instead, now you're mad at yourself all night long because you didn't stick to your commitment. You let someone else talk you out of your commitment to yourself that you've worked so hard on for some food and some drinks and to go hang out for a couple hours. You just put all that work away for that. And this is the voice that's going off in your head. And this is the voice that then says, see, I told you you don't deserve it. See, I told you you're not enough. See, I told you you couldn't do it. See, I told you you weren't ready for it. See, this is how you break. And then you just eat all these things and you do all this stuff and you go hang out with people you shouldn't hang out with and you stay up too late. And now you can't sleep. And now you're mad at yourself. And now you're gonna be mad at yourself. And so tomorrow you're gonna wake up this interview and you're not gonna be in the best state of mind that you could be in. You're gonna be second doubting yourself. You're gonna be second guessing yourself because last night you couldn't even hold to a decision. And so you're gonna say like, can I really step into this role? Can I really have this? Can I really do this? 
because you just some sabotage cycle in so many ways, right? So then now you're all up in your head. It's all crazy for you. You go to this interview, you don't give it 100% because you're doubting yourself. You didn't practice, you didn't prepare, you did not give it 100, and then you don't get the job. And then you don't get the job, and so you blame it on your friend. Oh, it's all your fault. I went out and drank, and blah, blah, blah. You talked me into it, right? Versus taking self-accountability, self-assessment, and realizing how you just self-sabotaged and how you didn't really think you were worth it, how you didn't think you really deserved it, and how you let those thoughts show up and you let those thoughts win. You gave those thoughts power, and you gave that so much power that it made you make decisions you didn't want to make versus owning your truth, speaking up your truth. And you could have had a totally different outcome and said, hey, like, thank you so much, Bobby, for inviting me. Like, that would be so much fun. And I really think that you would truly honor me and, you know, you would really help me practice. And like, we could talk about the interview and it would be good. But you know what? I, I just know that for myself, it's not the best thing for me. And the best thing for me is to go home and to rest up and get energized and be so prepared because I really want this. And you know what, Bobby, I know you love me enough and I know that you respect me enough that, that you can see that's the best thing for me to do. And I know that you're going to honor me in that. And so thank you so much for being such a good friend to me. I really appreciate that. Totally different outcome, right? And then what happens is Bobby respects you so much more because you stuck up to your word. You stuck up for yourself. And then Bobby's like, yeah, get it, go. Like, I totally believe in you. I totally honor you. I totally respect you. Like, and that is so awesome that you're going to do that. You're going to crush it tomorrow. And all that was, was a little shift in your mind, deciding to say, oh, I'm going to move, move just a little bit over to this side and said, I'm going to choose me and I'm going to speak my truth and I'm going to own up into that. And, and then you do it. And what happens is you feel so proud when you're, when you're telling that to Bobby, like, Hey, like the best me is going to do this. You know, you're like, Oh my God, I'm so proud of myself right now. Oh my God. Yes. Like, girl, you totally deserve that promotion because look what you just did. And then what happens is a totally different cycle because that, that is the motivation cycle. That is the belief cycle. That is the self-love cycle versus the self-sabotage cycle. You just stepped into self-love and said, Oh, I'm going to do something for me because I so believe I can do this. I so believe I'm worth this. And the whole time you're saying it, you're just like feeling so empowered and so strong and so powerful. And you get in your car and you go home and you're like dancing, like, oh, hey, 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 just busting out some moves, right? And you're like, I'm going to crush that interview. And if I don't, I know I'm going to give it all that I have. If I don't get this job, I know I gave it everything that I have. And I respect myself so much for it. Two totally different things happen for you, right? All by one choice. Just a choice. We constantly get choices. And this could have even played out different for you. Maybe you maybe you say yes and you go to dinner and then you show up at dinner and you're like, hey, you know what? This isn't, I can only stay here literally for an hour. Please honor me for that. You still got a choice. You still had a choice the second you pulled into dinner. You, you kept getting choices. You kept getting choices. When the waiter came to you and said, what do you want to eat? You had a choice. And what choice did you listen to? Did you choose self-love or self-sabotage? And that's what I want you to think about. Okay, another way that we self-sabotage is in our goals, right? Let's talk about fitness. How many of you guys have decided to commit to yourself like, oh, this is my year. Like, I'm going to stick up to it. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to move my body. I'm going to do X, Y, Z. You set up all these goals. You're going to drink all this water. And then a couple days later, maybe you get sick. And maybe, you know, you get, a, you get more added onto your plate. Maybe you end up going on vacation. And so, so what? You stopped committing to yourself? You decided that that was an okay time to, to not show up for yourself anymore? 
Why? Why do you allow self-sabotage? And what that is, is we say, oh, well, I'm sick, so I can't do it. So it's okay because I'm sick. If you made a commitment to yourself, you still show up even if you're sick. You still take care of your body even if you're sick. And what that may look like is that you just drink more water. Maybe you can't move that day, but you still keep committed to it. You don't go and eat a bunch of junk food. You don't go do all these things. And then you, you get right back onto it. The second you feel better, you go right back to that, right? Let's say you go on vacation. So you're on vacation. You're like, oh, well, I can't. I, I, I'm on vacation. Like, it's a total different rule. Like, I can do whatever I want now. I don't have to stay committed to myself. I'll get right back to it. No, you're breaking promises to yourself. And then that ruins your self-love because you're like, oh, see, every time I do this, it's just something comes up. Something just comes up. And so that's why I just can't keep the promise to myself. Do you know how many times I hear that? And do you know how many times I was the one telling myself that? Well, something just came up. So I just, I just couldn't do it. There's always going to be a baby shower. There's always going to be a vacation. There's always going to be some luncheon that has like these amazing eclairs that you just want to bite into and you know it's going to be so delicious, but you know it's so not worth it because it's you breaking your promise to yourself. If this wasn't your specific time to have the eclair, Stephanie, you can't have that, right? Obviously, I'm talking to myself in this, this right now, but it's choosing that. It's choosing to be disciplined no matter what. Because if you can do that no matter what, you can do anything. If you can choose to commit to yourself, when every time you're doing that, you are literally building that self-love into you. You're instilling that in you. It is a muscle. You have to work it every single day. You have to choose you every single day. You have to choose the hard route every single day, regardless of what circumstances are going on around you, especially when you're new into changing and creating new habits for yourself. When you're in the midst of creating habits for yourself, it takes a while to form it, to make it who you are, to say, this is who I am now. But if you keep breaking that habit every three days, if you're only good for two days and then you break that habit, and I've done that. I had, I've lost the same 15 pounds 15 times. I've started the same diet 27 times. I've, I've done that. I've been that. And the only way that I was able to change that was to fully commit to it, no matter what. I freaking went to Disneyland and didn't even have a churro because I was in meal prep and I had committed to myself for my show that no matter what, I was going to do that. That was so hard for me. But what that taught me is that it, it was an emotion. And the emotion that I wanted there was like, oh, it's only fun if you have a churro and you have like all these like mini mouse side things and stuff. And I'm like, wait, is it? Or is it, do I get to create the fun? And do I get to have fun by knowing I love myself enough that I'm going to prove to myself that I can do anything and I'm going to make that commitment to myself. And every time that I had to pull out my chicken and my vegetables and eat it, I felt so proud of myself. And you know how many people be like, oh my God, you're eating chicken and vegetables at Disneyland? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, wow, I could never do that. I'm like, yeah, you could. If you decided to commit to yourself, you could do anything. And you can do anything. Like I'm telling you, all you have to do is start to commit to yourself no matter what. And know that you have to show up for yourself every single day. Because once you make that commitment, you make that choice, you say, that's who I am now. And it's those moments that take time to build that habit. It's, it's a muscle. You've got to rebuild that habit. I firmly don't believe I firmly don't believe those that literally contradicted itself. I firmly believe <laughs> that you, you can't um, let, you can't just completely break a habit. You exchange a habit for a habit. It's the best way to shift and to make it who you are. So instead of watching TV every night, you decide, oh, this time I would normally relax by watching TV. I'm going to choose to read a book. So you change the habit for the habit, right? And then that just becomes who you are. That's how you started watching TV so much is that, 
those of you used to have a different habit and so now you have that habit. Think about anybody who has kids. Um, and before you had kids, you're like, God, what do I do with my time? You're like, I, and all it was is that you changed a habit for a new habit, right? And before maybe you went out partied all the time, you went to the gym for four hours, you hung out, like you just watched TV. And at that time, like, how do I have, I have no time to do anything. And then you have two kids and you're like, oh my God, I have time to do everything. Somehow I just figure it out. And like, it's just, you change your life. You change your habits, right? So in order to stop self-sabotaging, you got to start creating habits that are going to help you realize when you're self-sabotaging and it will help you see like, oh, oh, that this is not my best me. Mm. This is how I self-sabotage. When I started to become aware of how I self-sabotage, it was when I was able to start committing to myself to stop doing those things that made me self-sabotage. I still sabotaged in so many ways and all these, and, and, and I, I saw, it's like a movie. It's like, it's like you go back and you watch this movie and it's like you're playing over and over and over again. You're like, oh my God, oh my, what? And it's like, it's, but it's you, you're watching yourself over and over again. You're like, oh my God, I've done this so many times. I have literally done this so many times. And you would think you'd become aware to it at some point, right? But I had to learn to become aware to it because I had made myself so numb to it. Like I knew, I knew it but I didn't want to know it. And so I had to let myself see it so I could fix it. We only hear what we want to hear and we only see what we want to see. Just like the teacher only appears when the student is ready, right? Well, that teacher, that teacher's been there the whole time. You just decided to finally see it. You finally decided to hear it, right? So give yourself permission to want to change, to see differently, to see the best you. So I would self-sabotage. Like I said, I've lost the same 15 pounds 15 times, right? By the time I finally hit that 15 pound mark, that's all I could ever vision for myself that I, I could ever do. And so I would self-sabotage. I, I wouldn't know how to handle that. I didn't think I could do anything more than that. And so I'd be like, oh my God, I finally lost 15 pounds. I can have, I can do all these things. I can go and I can drink or I can go and eat this cake or whatever it may look like, right? And then I would do it and I would just go ham and I wouldn't know how to stop. And I'd be like, it's okay, like you lost 15 pounds, like you, you're gonna be fine. And then it would turn into the whole weekend. So I'd be like celebrating that I did that. And then Monday comes around and I've gained 10 of the pounds back. What, what are you doing? And so then Monday through Friday, I'm trying to lose that 10 pounds by just drinking water, going to the sauna, doing all this stuff. And then the weekend comes back around and I'm like, oh, I can, I can just do it because it's the weekend. Like the weekend's just so hard, I can't stay committed to myself. And it was that I had it. So I started to see that cycle, right? Like, okay, when do I start to mess up? When do I start? Because Monday through Friday, I could be so good. I was so regimented. And why was I so regimented? I was going to work every day. So I had a specific structure. I had a schedule. So that taught me, A, I need to have the same structure Saturday to Sunday. I need to already know what's going on. I need, I need to have it detailed. I need to have a plan for it so I can stop failing. So it was seeing where do I start to, to self-sabotage and then how can I change that? What do I have to do to fix that, right? So it was that I wanted to celebrate on the weekend. I wanted to celebrate my success throughout the week. I wanted to say it was the weekend and I wanted to buy into that excuse so I could do whatever I wanted to do because it was going to be too hard for me to say no to going out. It's going to be too hard for me to not go to dinner with some friends or whatever that looked like, right? Because I was so afraid I was going to miss out on something. I was so afraid that I wouldn't be involved in something. So fear of missing out, right? FOMO gets us. And so it was learning, oh, really? I'm afraid to be alone. Okay. Oh, really? I'm afraid of rejection. Okay. 
oh, really, I'm afraid if I tell my friends, like, hey, I really need your support right now, they're going to think I'm weird. They're going to think I'm crazy. And I've never asked for help or ever been okay to give help, to give myself help, but I will give everybody else help. So it was learning, okay, Stephanie, you self-sabotage like this in so many ways, and it's led to you doing the same thing over and over again. So what if you just decide to change? What if you just change those habits? What if you decided to show up for yourself, to love yourself enough for that? And so I started to do that. I was like, hey guys, I really can't, like I'd really love you to support me in this. Like this is what I'm trying to do, here's why. And all my friends were so supportive, like, oh my gosh, yeah, like totally, we totally believe in you, we love you and support you, whatever you need, you know? And I was like, oh, that was not bad. Okay, cool, cool. And then I was learning like what I was really afraid of was, was rejection. It kept coming down to all this rejection of, of, of my worth and stuff, right? And so learning that, that when I am afraid of being rejected, I start to self-sabotage, taught me, okay, Stephanie, you're enough. You don't need to be worried about being rejected. You are fine the way you are. You are perfect just as you are. You don't need that. And so that became a deep rooted thing for me was learning like whenever I feel there might be some sort of rejection for myself, I immediately start to self-sabotage without even knowing it. I start to make excuses for myself. It becomes this hamster wheel that you jump in and you just keep riding it. And then you're like, oh shit, like I have too much momentum to stop now versus just being like, oh, I can get off this at any time. I have a choice every single second of the day. So I'm just going to jump off the hamster wheel. Like no one's holding, you are not strapped in that self-sabotage cycle. It is not like the roller coaster where you're like, you can't get out. You can get out at any time. You can choose something different at any time. Be like, oh, wait, hmm. I just thought I was self-sabotaging here, right? And we do this when we think we're not enough. Like maybe you set up, I, I've done this before, like when I set up some events and stuff, right? And I and I didn't think that I could really do it. I didn't really believe in myself. I'm like, well, who, who am I to like do this? Who am I to talk to these people? And so what would happen is I wouldn't follow up with all the people. I wouldn't remind them. I would, I self-sabotage by making it turn out bad. Like, and what I mean by that is like not a good turnout because I didn't think I was worth it. And so that's all that I could picture for myself. And so instead of doing the things that I knew would create the best turnout, the best momentum, everything like that, right? I just chose to not do it. And I was like, oh, I was just too busy. I made that, made that excuse it for myself, right? But then deep down, I was afraid of being rejected. And so I started to self-sabotage out of that, right? And I'm, I'm giving you guys these examples because I want you to see it for yourself and start to see like, okay, why, why do I do some of the things that I do? And it will help you to be aware of how you self-sabotage and what excuses you start to buy into that tell you like, oh, I'm not enough. I'm not worth it. I can't do this. And it's going to help you be like, oh, wait, I'm currently acting in the self-sabotage cycle versus the self-love cycle. And the self-love is hard because it's where you have to stop those, those behaviors, those habits you've created for yourself over and over and over again. And you have to decide to be aware. You have to see it, right? And then, you, then once you see it, you have a choice. Like, okay, do I try to fix this? Or do I just keep doing what I've been doing because that's all I know? Because that's what's comfortable to you. So you have to get uncomfortable in order to change, to move forward, to grow. And when we get uncomfortable, it's when we have growth. And so I never want to be comfortable. I, I, I think it's okay to be con content and um, comfortable in certain things, but not with like your own growth. You know, you've got to always be growing and like just it's, it's becoming more aware and like and challenging yourself and inviting yourself to see things differently and asking others to help you see things differently and see it from different perspectives. And so it's choosing that and choosing that self-awareness and be like, okay, whenever I don't achieve something, why is it? 
Is it because I didn't really believe I could achieve it? Is it because I didn't think I was enough? Is it because I was buying into someone else's bull crap about me and saying I can't do it? And so I just didn't keep going for it. And that applies in, in life, in relationships, in business. So I gave you a business example. I gave you a life example with diet. I want to give you a relationship example. And it's where, you know, maybe you don't feel like you're worthy of love or you don't feel like you're enough for this person. You don't feel like you match up for this person, whatever that looks like. And so you start to self-sabotage that relationship without even knowing it. You start to dim your light by pointing out all your flaws. By constantly, you won't receive anything from this person either, right? So this person will give you compliments and, and let you know like how they see you. Like, oh my gosh, I just think you're so beautiful. I think you're so smart. I think you're so powerful. I think whatever that may look like, right? And you're like, oh, no, I'm not. Oh, I just got lucky. Like, oh, I'm just this. Oh, like, oh, my parents. Like, oh, whatever. You don't receive that. You start to dismiss it. You're like, no, I'm really not. Like, if you, if you knew me three years ago, like, oh, my God, I was so terrible. I was just this terrible person. And I've done all these terrible things. And then you just word vomit all the terrible things you've done. Because for one second, you felt that person really saw you. You felt that person really could accept you. And you're like, oh, my God, I could really have an awesome relationship. I could really have someone really care about me and love me. Oh, but wait, I don't think I deserve that. So instead, I'm going to let them see all the ugly in me. And I'm going to point out the ugly over anything else. And I'm only going to show them that. And if they start to still accept you and they don't see that ugly, they're like, okay, cool. Like, that's fine. Yeah, I've done that too. Like, no shame, no guilt, like whatever. Like, that's awesome. You're like, oh, but I've also done this. Oh, but I've also done this. And if it still doesn't work, then you start to show up like that person in that relationship. You start to make it toxic because you don't feel like you deserve it. You start to doubt the relationship. You start to doubt yourself. You start to overanalyze everything. You start to get into your head about everything. You start to get controlling or whatever that may look like, right? Um, you start to not allow yourself to show up as your best self. And you're like, what am I doing? Like, this isn't even how I want to be. Like, this isn't even me. And it's because you don't think that you're worth it. You don't think that you deserve it. And so you're trying to create what you feel like you deserve because self-love is so deep rooted in us. Our self-sabotage, if we don't believe in ourselves or love ourselves, we will self-sabotage in every possible way. And so I gave you, I'm giving you these examples because if you're self-sabotaging in one area, you're doing it in all, in some way or another. If you're not allowing love to happen in a relationship, you're not allowing love to happen anywhere else either. And I mean, not at all, but like in, you're not allowing yourself to receive all of it. You're not allowing yourself to be worth it. I'm giving you all these examples because these are all the things that I've done. And the only way I was able to get out of it was to be aware of it and see it and then work on receiving it. Work on allowing myself to give myself permission to have it. Work on allowing myself to say no, to speak my truth, to be self-disciplined, to not be afraid of rejection to do what the hard path and like feel that pride, feel that love for myself. And it was a practice of it. And it still is a constant practice of it. And it started with me committing to myself. Step one is you have to make a promise. You have to commit to yourself no matter what. And this can be small. It can be like, Hey, I, so I chew gum so much. If y'all know me, like, you know, I chew like legit a pack of gum a day. It's terrible. And it can be like, okay, I'm not going to chew gum for 30 days. And I want you to understand, okay, why is this commitment to myself so much? Okay. And so in this example, I don't like anything to ever have power over me. So if I ever feel like something has power over me, I will always cut it out of my life and then like reintegrate it back in. Um, and that's like in anything, it's crazy. Uh, but so let's say gum, I feel like has too much power over me. Then I'm like, okay, 
I cannot have gone for 30 days because I want to make this commitment to myself. I want to prove to myself that I can do this. I chew gum so much every single day. So this is going to be something hard to give up. It's a habit. And I just want to break the habit. And so instead of chewing gum, I'm going to drink water. So every time I want to go chew gum, I'm going to drink water. So I can recognize how often I chew gum and why I want to chew gum. Is it out of habit? Is it emotion? Is it stress? Is it I got triggered? Is it I'm just bored? And so when you do this, you start to ask yourself and you change the habit from the habit, then you are able to keep the commitment to yourself, okay? And then you start to see when you're keeping the commitment to yourself, why you in the past had break, broken, breaking, I don't know what I'm going to say, the commitment previously. Was it emotions? Was it stress? Was it a relationship? Was it you're tired? Like whatever it may look like, right? And so then you can tap into that and see that that's part of how you self-sabotage. This is what I did with like changing my food habits with everything. And I, it helped me realize how much of an emotional eater I was, even in celebration. So not even like an emotion of like, oh, I'm sad. It was like, if I like got an awesome deal or something worked out for me, like I wanted to go celebrate by like, oh, I want to go eat ice cream. Like everything was associated to food. Every win was associated to food. Every loss was associated to food. So it was changing that habit versus like, okay, I just had this awesome win. Okay, I want to celebrate the win with someone else, and it doesn't have to be with food. It could be like, hey, do you want to go for a walk, and I want to talk about all these things. And so it was, it was exchanging when I would use that and how I wanted to use it in the future, right? So you're changing a habit for a habit, and that helps you keep the commitment. So step one is keep a commitment to yourself. And how you do that is by changing a habit for a habit. And I want you to do that, and I want you to feel how proud of yourself you are. Because if you can keep one commitment, you can start to keep all the commitments to yourself. But you have to start with one. You have to start with one step. You didn't just start walking, right? You had to start learning how to do it. You had to crawl. And so step one is keep one commitment to yourself, just one commitment to yourself. And do it, do it for at least 30 days, at least 30 days. And if you can make it 90 days, that's what I really want you to do. Because if you can do 90 days, that's how it will change you. It will form you to be that person. But when you start making those commitments to yourself, then you'll actually stick with it. And about halfway through that 30 days, so this is why I want to do this podcast today, is it's two weeks into the new year, most people will start to self-sabotage because they're like, oh, I, they're starting to see a result, or they're starting to realize how much easier it is be, to become a part of this new habit. So in the gum example, it's starting to become easier, like I don't even think about gum anymore, I'm not even worried about gum anymore, but now I want to think about gum again. Now I want to see gum again. Now I want gum again. And so maybe I'll just have just one piece, like just one piece isn't going to be bad. I used to chew a whole pack a day, like one piece isn't going to be bad. And then you start to talk yourself into it. You start to talk, talk yourself into self-sabotage. And then you break the habit. And it's because at two weeks, you start to believe that you can really do it. You start to believe you can really change. You start to realize that's who you are becoming now. And then that old voice, that self-sabotage voice goes off and says, can you really do this though? You've never done this before. And you start to believe into it. That's when you have to choose self-discipline. That's when you have to choose self-love and say, no, I'm worth it. I'm going to do this. I made this commitment to myself no matter what. And you're going to stick with it. And you're going to go to that habit. You're going to drink all that water. You're going to go for the walk, whatever that new habit is. And then you're going to sit in it and be like, okay, let me think about this. Why did I want to break that habit so bad? Like what, what's going on? What's happening here? And evaluate yourself, self-evaluate, self self-assess, become self-aware. Ask yourself these questions and say, wait, why do I really want this? Why do I want to prove this to myself? Because I want to prove that I can do whatever I say I'm going to do, that I want to have integrity, that I want to honor my word, that if I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And that was what was for me is I wanted to be that person that people could look up to. I wanted to be someone that said, hey, I'm going to do this. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah, you are. Go get it. There was never that doubt. It wasn't, 
that person who's like, oh, I'm going to start a diet and I'm going to do it this year. And you're like, okay, cool. Like, Bobby, you've told us this 700 times. Or that person who's like, yeah, like, I'm not going to eat sugar. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to run, like, whatever it looks like. I mean, you guys know, you guys understand this, right? And so that's what I want you guys to do is, is to learn how to keep the commitment to yourself. And that's how you stop self-sabotaging. And that's how you start to become aware of how you self-sabotage. Because then you have, you have a, a metric to start to value in yourself and see like, oh, this is how often I did this. Here's why I did this. And here's how I can change, right? And then it's affirming it to yourself. So you have to create the daily habit of doing this every single day. It has to become a habit. You're changing a habit for a habit. So, and then it's affirming that. By saying, I am someone who doesn't eat gum. I am someone who keeps their commitments. I am someone who, who knows what habits they're in control of. I am someone who's aware of who they want to be. I am my best me. And when you do that, then you can fully step into that and you start to believe it. And I know it sounds silly, affirmations. You're like, oh, what? You want me to say I'm a millionaire? I'm a millionaire? No, like you got to actually work for it too. You can't just say it and expect it to poof, there it is. Like you got to work for it. So that's where the daily habit comes into play is that you're working for it every single day. You're embodying that. Step three, hang around people who are doing what you want to do. So when I was in prep, I, and I, I needed to be around people who were doing that because it, you have to be around people who are going to support that. You have to be around people who understand that and who are helping you see what you want to see in you. And so if you want to be healthy, be around people who eat healthy, who do healthy things. If you want to be more active, go be around more people who are more active. If you want to be outside more, go hang around people who are outside more. If you want to be a millionaire, go hang out with millionaires and learn what their mindset is. If you want to, whatever it is that you want to do, you need to be around people who are doing it. And that will help you change that mindset. All this is, is allowing what thoughts you have to control you or not, allowing the self-sabotage thoughts or the self-love thoughts. Like, who do you want to win? And it's a, it's, a, it's a war in your head all the time, right? Every single person is going through some sort of mental war with different things. And that can even be like with, with everything. I mean, it's like eating and all these different decisions that we make every day. But I, I want to remind you, though, that you have choices every day. You have choices every second. So even if you mess up once, you can restart. You can do it now, but don't keep messing up over and over again. Don't say, oh, I already ate a donut, so all day long, now I'm just going to eat like shit. No, choose to stop that. Don't say, just because today I'm too tired, I didn't work out, so I'm just not going to work out the rest of the week. I'm going to recover. or what, I mean, if your body is recover, recover, but don't buy into that. Like, step up for yourself. Step into yourself. Create your own worth for that. And when you do that, you're going to be so proud of yourself and you're able to actually stick to your commitments. And if you can do that, then that's how you stick through it. That's how the people that are successful in life, all it was is they stuck to it every single day. They changed these daily habits. They believed in themselves. They committed to themselves that they're going to do it no matter what. And when you do that, it literally changes in you. And you say you can do it no matter what. And you stop that. And you become aware when you're self-sabotaging. And you're like, oh, wait, this is how my old self would act. This is how I, my best self is going to act. And this is what I'm going to do. And then boom, you get those proud points again. It's, it's a deposit into you. It's a deposit into your bank account. It's a deposit into your self-love tank. And it's telling you, you can do this. You're worth it. And the more deposits you make, the bigger your tank grows, right? The higher the investment you have within you. And so you really start to believe in you. And the more that you do it, you're like, oh my God, I can do anything. And it just started with you making a daily habit, you committing to yourself and making that deposit every single day. And when you can do it in one area, you start to be able to do that in every other area of your life. And then it's a propeller. And then you're like, oh my God, I am on like 
cloud nine, I'm just running into all my goals. And you start to see everything that you could ever imagine. Actually, you start to achieve it because you kept through it. You kept committing to it. You kept seeing it for yourself. You kept pushing through. You kept saying, I can do this. I'm affirming this. I'm worth it. I'm keeping this commitment no matter what. I'm aware that when I feel I'm going to get rejected, I don't show up for myself. And I'm not going to let that win because the only way to stop that cycle is to walk off it is to jump off that hamster wheel, is to change the movie that you've seen a thousand times. Don't keep doing the same thing over and over again like that, right? Plot twist your own life. You can do that. It's just a choice. So quit self-sabotaging, be aware of it, and choose the self-love cycle instead. I hope this helps you with that. I hope you have the best day ever. Go conquer your goals. You got this. Go get it. Thank you so much for tuning in today to Just Talking. I truly appreciate all your love and support. If you love what you heard today and you want to know more, maybe you're interested in coming to a live event. Maybe you want me to come to one of your events. Maybe you want to do some group coaching, some one-on-one coaching. Maybe you want to mastermind and just come and hang out and bring up some amazing ideas, get some awesome goal setting. Maybe you want to be on my podcast. Maybe you just want to talk to me, whatever it may be. I love to hear from you. Please follow along on Instagram and Facebook so you can be in the know of everything that's going on with power house and with me you can follow at steph iliff s-t-e-f-i-l-i-f-f you can also check out my website at www.findyourinnerpowerhouse.com or you can go ahead and send me an email on my website or message me on instagram or facebook i'd love to connect with you and just hear from you and support you and show you all the love and support that you show me thank you so much for tuning into just talking have the best day of your life